Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and along with my co-host Sue Tab, we're very excited to talk with Anita Roman. Anita is the co-founder and president of Amplified Latinx. It's a Massachusetts-based nonprofit that was formed by the Latina Circle to help advance Latina leaders across industries into positions of power and influence. A nationally recognized leader, Anita is a trained attorney and organizational psychologist and for two decades she has used her expertise in law, conflict resolution, cultural competence, and public affairs to advise her clients. We are so thrilled to talk to her today about her organization's mission to empower women. Good morning, Aneda, and welcome to our show. Good morning, Kendra. How are you? I'm thrilled to be here. We are thrilled to have you. We feel like we're in the presence of greatness here because <laughs> you have a pretty extraordinary resume. Uh, we want to just talk to you a little bit about your background. Did you always want to practice law and sort of take us through how you started in the field and, and ended up running your own law firm here in Boston? Of course, I'd be del- delighted to do so. So um, actually, law is my second career. I first studied psychology, and I became a licensed organizational psychologist. And, you know, as I, um, you know, started thinking of my future, I figured that it made a lot of sense to find organizational psychology with law, and so that is how I came about uh, the idea of studying law. Law took over, and I ended up only focusing on law, so I used my psychology degree quite a bit, but don't practice psychology. Funny, because I was a psych major. I feel mm. like it kind of translates into almost any career, what That's you right. say? <laughs> I bet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what was your experience like as you were going through law school as a woman in the Latinx community? And did anything that you experienced throughout that time help influence you in the organizations that you've created now? Most certainly. Um, I think right, like our experience has shaped our, our life for sure. Uh, so I actually law school at night because you know, I already had my psychology degree. So I, I worked um, as a consultant psychologist so I could have flexibility in my schedule and law school at night. And, uh, you know, and, and when I was working here in Boston, I, I saw the need for, you know, more Latino representation um, across sectors, really. And that is really what inspired my involvement in different organizations where um, we work towards elevating Latinos and ensuring that you know, that Latinos had a presence at, at tables of, of influence, right? You know, those those experiences working and, you know, as a volunteer in different organizations is really what inspired me to start the Latin Circle. Tell us a little bit more, um, Anita, about Amplified Latinx for people who might not be familiar. You founded the organization a few years back, 2018, to empower and engage women in the Latinx communities. Tell us about the mission, the programs and services you provide. What what can you share? So Amplify really started in uh, 2012 as the Latina Circle. It was a very informal uh, network of Latina women and uh, allies that would come together and discuss uh, issues that were relevant to, to Latina leadership. Uh, we would meet quarterly, and we hosted what we called cafecitos, which are little coffees. And that was really inspired by some friends in Miami who were doing similar work. And so um, for the first five years, we really uh, came together very informally and just kind of built a network around, you know, the importance of having more Latinas at the table. 
In 2017, we expanded and decided to uh, call our initiative Amplify Latinx, and we hosted an inaugural conference the summer of 2017, which is really the genesis of what Amplify Latinx is today, which is broader. It still focuses on Latina leadership and women, mm-hmm. but it expanded to also include men and, you know, and other individuals um, within the Latinx community. Anita, what is the biggest concern that you see among the clients and the communities that you serve? I know that you work to help with economic opportunities as well as getting, you know, equal representation of the Latinx community in power, politics, and in business. But what's the top priority for most of the people that you serve? That's an excellent question because um, what we have three core areas. We definitely focus on leadership, making sure that we have leadership representation for Latinos across sectors. Uh, Economic opportunity, incredibly important because, as we know, there's uh, many opportunity gaps for for Latinos in Massachusetts and and beyond. And so our economic opportunity work is is really focused on on Latino businesses because, as we saw in the pandemic, uh, Latino businesses uh, were severely impacted uh, with, you know, with the economic downturn. And and we we combine those two areas with policy initiatives because we want to make sure that policy reflects the needs of our community and that you know and that addresses uh, those opportunity gaps so that we close the opportunity gaps. Can you talk to Anita a little bit about? I'm I'm looking at a statistic that says uh, Latinos represent the fifth largest economy in the world, and yet 70% mm-hmm. of business startup cash comes from personal savings and only 6% from commercial loans. Why mm-hmm. does such an incredible disparity exist and, and mm. how are we doing in closing mm-hmm. that gap? Mm. That's an excellent question. And, you know, it's something that we talk about because the, the reality is that we have to focus on an asset mindset. We have to focus on the contributions of the Latina community and we have to focus on the opportunity that there is, right, to and make sure that Latinos are included because if you look at demographics, the demographic shifts um, have, you know, have grown uh, quite a bit uh, within the, the Latino community. Um, the economic uh, contributions of Latino are immense, and so there's a big opportunity gap when we think of the number of Latino-owned businesses that are that are being um, built, right, and that that are created every year but don't necessarily have the resources and the opportunities to grow at the same rate as the typical Main Street businesses. And so those are mm-hmm. essentially low dollars for our economy, right? And so if we want to think of of the prosperity and of the progress of the American economy, we have to be inclusive of Latino-owned businesses because then you know, right. the entire economy really loses out if we don't. Right. And, you know, we've talked with a lot of business owners and community members who were so affected over the last two years with the pandemic. And I know that especially hit the Latino community hard. And you have a Mm -hmm. lot of great resources and programs within Amplify Latinx. And this is one of the Mm -hmm. programs I wanted to ask you about because it kind of goes into the problem that so many people had for two years with the pandemic, you have this, mm-hmm. this incredible program called the power up Latino business yes. advancement program. And I want you to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about it because it gives business and finance counseling to people, potential small business owners in the Latino community. So tell us a little bit more about it. Absolutely. I love that question because that is one of our signature programs 
like I shared a few minutes ago, you know, leadership representation is incredibly important, but so is making sure that we unleash this untapped economic potential, right? Because we do have this incredible potential in the Latino community and, you know, with the Latino-owned businesses. We know that Latinas are, Latinas specifically, are opening businesses at a, an incredibly large rate um, and fast pace. And and so the, the challenge, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, is that many of these businesses are bootstrapped, right? Like it's just people work with their own savings. There are structural barriers to, you know, to the traditional ways of, of raising funds, whether it's by, you know, by venture capital or by, you know, traditional um, loans, business loans. And so what we do is that we, you know, we work with these businesses to give them visibility, to, you know, to create the visibility so that, so that we facilitate these connections to um, to the resources that are out there, and we also work with with organizations that that have similar um, goals, so that so that we introduce them to the small businesses that we work with, so that they also use their networks and their resources to support our small businesses. Because we understand that there's an ecosystem, like we can't work in a in a um, you know in a silo. We have to make sure that we're in an ecosystem of, of allies who understand that there have been structural barriers in the past that have limited the, the ability of our small businesses to grow and thrive. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We've been talking with Aneda Roman. She is the co-founder of Amplify Latinx, a Massachusetts-based nonprofit formed in 2017 by the Latina Circle to advance Latinx leadership representation and economic opportunity. Aneda is also the founder of Roman Law, a Boston-based law firm where she continues to be an ardent champion of advancing women and Latinos. Let's get back to the conversation. So you're one of the very few lawyers who is admitted to practice law in the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court, the Massachusetts Federal District Court, First Circuit Court of Appeals, and the Supreme Court of the United States. So I have to ask you, have you ever tried a case for the Supreme Court? Like the, the Supreme Court? <laughs> so I have not. I have not, but I, I am admitted. So if I ever needed to uh, argue a case before them, I would be able to do so. Do you ever get nervous when you try a case? I'm I mean, petrified. You can, you're, you're in like the top of all the top places. I would be a nervous wreck. Do you ever get scared or do you ever fumble? How do you manage that? That's amazing. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, I think it's it's natural and it's normal to be a little bit concerned, uh, you know, when you are, you know, when somebody, somebody's life is, you know, is in your hands, if you will. But I think the key is in, in preparing and having uh, a certain level of healthy uh, nervousness just so that that will drive you towards the goals that you're aiming to accomplish for your clients. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try to prepare as best as possible uh, to support um, my clients in any any situation that I may find myself in so that, you know, I get the best outcome for them. Let's talk about the event that you have coming up on December 8th. It's a it's a speaker series. Tell us about that yes. event. What can people expect? How can they get involved? Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. So so the event that we're hosting on uh, December 8th is a, is a really important event because um, it is to commemorate Latina Equal Pay Day. And so one of the things that we focus on at Amplify Latinx is, is as, as you know, on, on, on women, on, on Latinas, and on ensuring that um, women have a fair shot 
and uh, opportunities to uh, to thrive and be successful in, in business or in anything they, they wish to do in their lives. Um, and so Latinas, women, as we know, have already uh, a challenge in the workplace because women do not make uh, the same amount uh, as their white male counterparts do Sadly. in the mm-hmm. previous year, mm-hmm. right? Sadly. Mm-hmm. And so so there's a scale of, um, of equal payday um, commemoration days uh, across the year. And so, sadly, Latinas are at the bottom, right? Latinas are at the bottom of the of the scale, if you will. So, so we start with, with women generally, which is in March, and then there are other, other um, equal pay days. And, and Latinas, actually, uh, every year this changes, right? Because this, you know, this information is, is informed by, by um, data uh, collected by the government. But essentially, based on the U.S. Census Bureau, Latinas fall at the very bottom in wage equity. So in 2022, let me go back for a second. In 2021, this day was commemorated on October 21st. In 2022, the day is commemorated on December 8th. In recognition of the 49 extra weeks of work a Latina needs to earn the same total wage as a white non-Hispanic male in the previous year. So essentially, that that 101 weeks of work in a quote unquote year equates to a pay rate of 54 cents on the dollar. So the bottom line is that Latinas almost literally work just as hard for half the pay. That is a yes. startling know. fact. It is startling, yeah. but true, and it's yes. it's unfortunate. You know, I want to ask you, as a trained attorney and an organizational psychologist, part of your job requires you to be assertive and confident in your verbal delivery, especially if it's something like we were just talking about, you know, a conflict resolution or going in to ask for a pay raise. So I want to ask your advice on behalf of all the women out there who are you know, a little afraid to speak assertively, whether it's a job interview or when it comes to asking for a pay raise, what would be your best advice for them going into a situation like that, how to ask for it assertively? That's an excellent question. And I would say that the key is in in backing up any ask with data, right? And so that's why it's so important. And, and, and we focus on that, like in the programming that we offer, we actually um, partner uh, with, with other allies who, who are experts in the field of salary negotiation and, and conflict resolution, et cetera. And so we help train women to negotiate uh, for, for better salaries. And the best way you can do it is not only by using uh, data that, that is, you know, that comes from the government, but also by using your own experience and your own um, assertiveness when it comes to knowing your worth, right? And understanding that if you do not negotiate uh, a better salary, then you, you risk losing money in the long term for yourself and for your family and for your loved ones. And so it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a winning combination because like we said a few minutes ago, the less money a person makes, the less output there is in the overall economy. Right. So, so the better we all do, the better our economy does. So, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's an economic argument for the betterment of, of, you know, you individually and the economy. Right. So we always say that it takes a village. So tell us a little bit about the people who live in your village. Mm-hmm. In other words, who's your, you know, talk about your staff, the people who are working alongside you on this mission. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So many, so many allies, so many champions. Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you 
obviously at a personal level at home, my husband is my biggest champion and supporter. And I, you know, I am able to, you know, to do the work uh, I do because, you know, he lets me be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows that I have a mission. He knows that I have, you know, these, these, uh, this important work that is, you know, that is, you know, something that is so close to my heart. Uh, and he respects that, and you know, and I value that very much. That can't uh, be then, overstated. By I know. The way. Having a supportive partner right. is huge. Oof. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That that is simply, you know, one of the one of the key elements to you know to making sure that that we're successful in life. And you know, it goes without saying that, of course, I you know I surround myself by what I call what I like to call my personal board of directors, uh, friends and allies, and and people who you know who always serve as a soundboard. Um, you know, when I'm thinking of, you know, of, of making a, a shift or, or doing something in life that, you know, that is going to, you know, potentially going to have an impact on others. Um, so, so, you know, those are my, you know, my closest friends and allies that, you know, that always, always say presente, right, uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and at the organizational level, I, you know, obviously we could not do the work without our, our dear staff and our uh, you know, esteemed board of directors because they also give their time, treasure, and talent to us um, because they believe in the mission. They believe in the work uh, that Amplify does and, and in, in all the wonderful um, outputs that we want to um, create for, you know, for the Latino community and for, for the Boston economy and for the Massachusetts economy, you know, because, again, it all ripples, right? You yeah. know, the, the, the benefit of one is the benefit of, of everyone. That's right. Anita, how can people get involved? People who are listening out there who might want more information, who maybe want to volunteer, can people donate? What's the best course yes. of action for our audience to help to help uh, further your cause? Yes, of course. Well, thank you for, for asking that for sure. I mean, so we have a website. I mean, our website is AmplifyLatinx.com. So you can find a lot of information there. I mean, a lot about who we are, about our programs, about our events, our resources, uh, we have directories of Latino-owned businesses, and you know, and and resources for for Latino for Latinos in general. Um, so it's amplifylatinx.com. But also we have social media pages um, on on all the all the you know social media channels, and we we put out a lot of information out there. Uh, if, if folks now feel generous towards the end of the year um, and wish to donate to our to our programs, of course, you know, at, on our website we have a donate button, but also on social media, we're uh, conducting uh, end of year uh, campaign uh, for for fundraising. So yes, we welcome them to join us uh, and to to learn more about our programs and and everything that we do uh, to advance our community. Is there a goal that you have for the Amplify Latinx organization in the next, say, five years or so, something that you really hope to accomplish? Absolutely. So, uh, yes, yes, many goals. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, overarching uh, for me, uh, obviously, we want to make sure that we close these opportunity gaps and and create the awareness that um, Latinos being, you know, having an inclusive opportunity to be part of, of conversations that shape policy and that and that shape um, opportunities for um, all Massachusetts residents is is incredibly important and beneficial to our overall economy, right? So um, for us, it's really important that we are statewide, that we 
uh, focus on uh, not only Boston, but uh, many gateway communities in Massachusetts that have a lot of Latinos and that have a lot of opportunity of growth um, and that just need to be connected to the resources. So what does success mean for us? Success for us means making sure that we're connecting the Latino community to um, all these opportunities that exist so that the overall Massachusetts economy prospers. Uh, success means having Latino representation in government, Latino representation in business leadership, Latino representation across uh, all sectors so that there can continue to be an awareness of, you know, of the importance of inclusivity and of, of progress for all. Well, again, the website is AmplifyLatinx.com for more info. We will link it over to Magic1067.com so anyone that's listening can easily get in touch with you. Thank you, Anita, so much for spending time with us today. It's important work that you're doing, and we wish you continued success. And please know you're always welcome to come back and give us an update and chat with us. (laughs) We loved loved having you. you. Thank you so much, Kendra and Sue. I really appreciate it, and I very much enjoyed talking to you. Well, we wish you much continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to Aneda Roman for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we also want to hear from your neighbors and coworkers and friends who are quietly making an impact out in their communities. Go to magic1067.com, email us if you have someone you'd like us to feature on the show, and you can find us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We love hearing from you, and be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.